0: Inside Property Investing, episode four. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas here, host of Entrepreneur on Fire, ranked best of iTunes, and you're in for a real treat with Mike Stenhouse in the Inside Property Investing podcast. You must be prepared to ignite. (laughs) Welcome to the Inside Property Investing Podcast, where we dive inside the stories of the most successful and inspiring property entrepreneurs to share their successes, failures, and strategies, and help you plan your path towards financial freedom. Now, let's get started with your host, Mike Stenhouse. Hey guys, Mike Stenhouse here, and I just wanted to take a second to thank you all for stopping by. This podcast is created for you, And if you like what you hear and want to continue to learn from the most successful property investors around, then head on over to InsidePropertyInvesting.com, click on the subscribe link, and it'll take you directly to iTunes to subscribe, so you'll never miss another episode. I'd be thrilled if you could take the time to leave a rating, so I'll thank everyone who does during our next episode. Okay, let's get started. Today, I am thrilled to be spending time with Michael Dong. Michael, welcome to the show, and thanks for taking the time to be with us.
1: Thanks very much,
0: Mike. Having started out with a humble life in China, Michael has become a highly motivated property entrepreneur and business owner who has spent the last decade delivering millions in revenue through hundreds of hands-on property operations. His numerous ventures include property sourcing, management, and portfolio building for hands-off investors, coaching fellow investors, and his own development projects, including HMOs, wholesale to retail, and commercial to residential. To top it all off, he was recently announced as the winner of Simon Zucci's Property Mastermind 2015 after transforming just 190,000 pounds into a portfolio worth 10 million pounds in only 11 months and is also busy setting up the Chinese Property Investors Network. Michael, that's the high level overview. Now help us get inside your head with a little personal insight into your background and what makes you tick.
1: Starting in 2004, that's when I bought my first property for myself to live in, and, um, and then at that time I was working for a fashion company, and later on I had an uh, online business selling digital products, uh, and not until 2008 I bought my first investment property, uh, ever since then I haven't stopped.
0: So the first one you bought was a personal home for yourself?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And then it took you four years to get that second one. How how did this interest in property develop over those four years?
1: Well, I've always been interested in properties, and uh, because you know the top uh, rich, the rich list, top rich list, they always the people on there always have something to do with properties. And uh, when I had my own business, uh, whenever there's extra money, I put in property, and to a point that I realized that. Uh, this is more interesting. The property is more interesting than the pro- the, the business that I was doing. So uh, that that's the point that I was I started looking for more materials information and uh, and start looking more seriously about property investing.
0: Okay, and this first one that you bought as an investment in two thousand and eight. Tell us a little bit about that one.
1: Oh, that was the interest interesting one because that was at the peak of the market. Yeah. Uh, I bought it, uh, well, the deal agreed in the end of 2007, that was at very top, and uh, completion in January 2008. And right after that, the news came, the property market crashed. So, uh, but, but luckily, I think I, I survived that bit because number one, we, uh, I bought the property below market value. And uh, number two, the, the lender went bankrupt, not me. So I so got lucky there. The, basically, the, the, the lender went into an administration and, and the receivers uh, called me and said, can you pay us back? If you can pay us back, we'll give you 20 grand off. So that, that was a good, that was a good uh, bonus.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. it just goes to show that if you buy at the right price, even if the market doesn't perform well, as long as you've bought well, you will typically be okay.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there's always um, always a good time to invest, invest in property if you know what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. And you've obviously scaled up your business a huge amount in the last seven years since that first property. So at what stage did you make that transition from being an amateur investor to a professional where it was your full-time focus?
1: From 2008 to 2012, um, I was pretty much focused on single properties and took full advantage of the market. Uh, and uh did some did different things like HMO flipping momentum investing, buying, selling, auction, etc. cetera. but uh, I start in 2012, I start notice there's some I start noticed the slight difference in the in the market. There's more competition coming in. And that at that point I was I was um ready to step on the next level. Um, I want to up my game and decided to uh, to go for slightly bigger deals like portfolio purchasing uh, where I can you know, escape the rat race and avoid the competition
0: And having that four years of previous experience really must have allowed you to make that leap to the next level You already yeah. had a head start against everyone else that was entering the market
1: Yeah, that's right yeah.
0: So in that time from your first property up to today which of the projects would you say has been your biggest
1: success? Um, the biggest success, success is probably the one that we are doing right now, but um, discounting that, we had um, in 2012 we bought 11 properties, and at uh, 800,000, um, we have sold them you know almost double in a year's time. That's yeah. a big return. That's a big, very big return, and we, we're looking to do similar things um, on. The deals we are doing right now,
0: and this one specifically, that was a, a property you bought as a, a single unit, and you did a title split on it.
1: it it's the type for the, for this particular one. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Sometimes we do that, but for this particular one, the title has been already been split. We we just I think the key for that was we just bought a very good price, and we 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 uh, we did a very good job to uh to to furnish the property into a very good standard and then sell it at, uh, at the market price and we sold really well so we took uh took advantage of both sides of market well bought it when the market was really really bad and sell it when the market was uh, was going up and also we sold to the overseas buyers uh so took advantage of u k market and the uh, overseas market as well
0: fantastic and we all know that that success doesn't happen without a certain ability to overcome obstacles. So tell us about a failure that you've experienced over the years and what lessons you learned from that.
1: Financially, um, I didn't, you know, I, I think we have been lucky there's no financial loss so far. Um, but if, if, uh, if looking back and probably not having the right mindset uh, at the start, and uh, not working with others more, and I didn't do enough personal development. That's, uh, looking back, I should have done more of those uh, earlier, uh, to to answer your question.
0: Yeah, so you you put a lot of emphasis on your own personal education, though, as well, then?
1: Absolutely, and um, before, I was quite narrow-minded. I know know this is a good project, I don't want to share with anyone, I don't want you to come in to make my money I don't' I'm not care about you making your money but now you know I'm focusing focusing on making the pie bigger so everybody have a smaller slide but bigger bigger when, when it gets to the, um, uh, the to the partners
0: yeah if everyone gets a smaller slice of a bigger pie everyone absolutely. does better absolutely it sounds like it's it's been a great journey to bring you up to today. What strategies are you currently focusing
1: on? We've done HMO single purchasing and sales and uh, renovation or that. Um, the, the current strategy we are really, really focusing on is what I call wholesale to retail. Basically, it's, it's there are step, it's, it's three steps that you can make money. Number one, you purchase uh, as a bulk. Bulk purchase, usually dist- distressed or tired properties. But not necessarily all the time. Sometimes you can get very good properties uh, at a good price. So you, you make money when you buy, and uh, and will and it will increase the value by by economy of scale. Uh, so spend shortest time and minimum minimum amount of money to have the maximum return by doing the work, doing the packaging, um, increasing the run, etc. And then lastly. And most importantly, we can sell them at market price or slightly lower than market price very quickly and individually to the Chinese, to the, the Far East and domestic buyers.
0: I think that last point is important to dwell on. A lot of people getting into property think they need to buy and sell at the top end of the market. They often want to try and beat the ceiling price of the street or the area that they're in. But as you've said, and as we've heard from previous guests, you don't always have to do that. And often you can be better off if there's enough margin where you can sell at slightly below the top end and you'll sell it quicker that way and be able to recycle your cash a lot quicker as well. Absolutely. But where people might struggle is on the first stage, finding these below market value deals. Anyone can go out and find contractors and strip wallpaper themselves um, and use estate agents to, to sell on the property but I think sourcing good deals in the first place is where the real money is made so can you share a bit of your insight into
1: how you find these deals um, I think uh, to us because we've been doing this a long time and so uh, we got to the point that the opportunity will come to us um, sometimes and we've got from up with opportunities um, at the very beginning uh, you just you just have to let everybody know what you're doing. Give everybody the opportunity to help you. So tell, tell the estate agents, tell your neighbors, uh, tell a solicitor, tell a builder that what, what exactly you're looking for.
0: Yeah, so you have all of these people looking on your behalf.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: all comes back to building your network and building your relationships with these people. Yes. And. Michael, where do you see the industry going in the future, either specifically with the strategies you're working on or the property market in general? Do you see much change coming over the coming years? Uh,
1: The property market in general, uh, I think I'm too small to comment on that. Um, But uh, let me ask you a question. Who's got the money now?
0: If you asked me, I would say the money is overseas in the main.
1: Absolutely. So work with the people who's got the pocket. That's okay. what we're that's what what we're concentrating on, concentrating on, providing service and providing the product they, they want, um, so that's, um, I think that that for at least for us that's the direction we're going.
0: And I guess with your background coming from China, you have good relationships overseas. You can really take advantage of that again.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm quite uh, I think I'm quite uniquely positioned to to take advantage of the time maybe I'm in the right place at the right time the right person to do the right right job basically
0: there's a a saying about luck being when opportunity meets being prepared and I, I know you say that you're in the right place at the right time but I think also a lot of it comes down to you having put in the work to get to this stage it's not something that's just happened to you you've built the connections you've focused on your own education and as a result of that some people might look at you as lucky but really it's taken a lot of hard work to get there 10 years exactly yeah yeah 10 years to become an overnight success yeah um and what, what about your own goals for the future michael uh what, what are your plans over the next few years
1: i myself uh increase I'm increasingly, increasingly established as uh, the go-to person between UK properties and overseas buyers. So uh, um, I think that that would be my, my future for the next couple of years um, and uh, looking for more stock as well as partners who want to have a big return on the money. So,
0: do you measure your goals in terms of number of deals you're doing or profitability? What, what, are your, what do you focus on? What is your, your key number that you focus on?
1: The key number is the return on the investment. Um, we, we, have the, we have some criteria, one of them being the return on the investment has to be at least 50% on that deal, the uh, two us to consider. That.
0: that was 5-0, 50?
1: Yeah, 5 zero. Wow, a lot of
0: people will be amazed at that, I'm sure. But if if that's what you're achieving, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, um, the previous example will be will be a lot higher than that. You know, the eleven promise that we did uh, double the value.
0: Mm-hmm. And what would you say your your key to success is? What allows you to deliver this really high ROI?
1: Ah, uh, uh, shall we call it some some tips then?
0: Sure, absolutely. Um,
1: i think uh to there's a couple of things that start start with the end begin with the end in mind mm-hmm. and have a have a goal have um be clear what you want what you want with with uh, with your year with with the next five years um you know with your life um so that that's 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 uh for me that's very very important that's probably the first one and the second one I would say is probably um, stay focused, so because you get what you focus on, and be careful what you focus on. If you focus on, you know, getting extra five pound from the from some tenant, you'll probably get that. But uh, if you focus on, you know, getting actual one million, you'll probably get that as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true. You, you've mentioned education a lot Michael um, and clearly your own kind of personal development is important to you do you have a, a favourite book that has been useful to you throughout your property journey
1: uh, there, there are plenty uh, I like I like to think and grow rich
0: by Napoleon Hill
1: absolutely it's a great um, book it is it is because um, everything started from a thought if you don't have that thought at the beginning. If if you're not even clear what you wanted, how can you achieve the goal?
0: Yeah, exactly. Again, you know, people say that if you don't know your destination, how are you supposed to
1: know which way to go to get there? Absolutely. When you when you get that very clear, then it's uh, everything follows. Everything follows. Can I, can I share with you? How, how, I set, how I set my goal.
0: Absolutely, I'd love to hear it.
1: Um, at the beginning, well, you just, you just mentioned that we turned 190,000 pounds cash into 10 million pounds worth of property. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of uh, 2014, we set a big goal of 10 million without considering what resources we have. So I wrote, the, so write it down. When you have a goal, write it down and turn that into a question instead of 10 million that's my goal turn that into a question how can i how can i achieve 10 million and then i give myself 20 answers to that it can be you know i need to work with 20 joint venture partners i need to find uh, one big deal a month you know and then from that point on break the big goal into smaller steps achievable steps so start with uh, a big goal that's almost unrealistic give the answer to the question and break down into smaller steps that's achievable that's a that's my exercise about goal setting
0: yeah it's it's great advice and it's it's certainly something that i'll go away and try after this and see how i get on do you think based on that had you written your goal as 1 million pounds for 2014 do you think you still would have had the same success or do you think you would have uh, stopped trying so hard once you reached that 1 million pounds, even though there was the potential to make so much more?
1: Uh, you know, some people say if, you're, if, you're, if you have eight hours to complete a job, you use that eight, eight hours to complete it. Yeah. And, and like this interview, I had 10 minutes to prepare and I used that 10 minutes to prepare if say likewise, if you had one million pound goal, I probably just buy one property a month, and I'll spend that to ten months, twelve months. So the result will be totally different.
0: Yeah, I th- I think it's Parkinson's law that says any task will expand to fill the time that you allot to it. So, as you said, you had ten minutes to prepare for this, so those ten minutes I bet were really focused. Whereas if you'd given yourself two hours you would have checked Facebook, you would have distracted yourself and you probably would have got the same amount of work done in two hours as you got done in 10 minutes because you had to focus in those 10 minutes.
1: Absolutely. And you, and you know what? If um, even I didn't achieve 10 million last year, I will probably end up with 7.5, which is still much greater than the 1 million I would usually achieve.
0: Yeah, it's so true. So... Knowing what you know now, having gone through this journey, if someone approached you for advice with a burning desire to enter the wonderful world of property investing, they had some basic knowledge of the industry, but they had limited resources. How would you advise them to get started?
1: Um, first of all, I think change the mindset, the resources everywhere, there's unlimited resources. In the university, for you to claim, and it can be, it might not be under your name at the moment, but you can, you know, it, it's out there. And um, as Simon Susie put it, there are three things, three basic things for property investing. The first one is the knowledge, and the mindset, and the support. Um, you know, I totally agree. Um, maybe if somebody comes to me and asks. Um, I have the knowledge, where. What do I start next? Maybe it's good to to join a a, a, a property group. It, it doesn't matter which one, uh, you know, to get enough support, enough, enough momentum to get going. So
0: find out which one of those three elements is lacking, and really pursue filling that gap. Yeah, and I know I mentioned at the start um you as well as your own property investing, you provide coaching to other investors and you also offer services to people who are maybe looking for a less hands on approach uh so aside from your own deals, what else do you offer um can you can you give us a bit of information about your your coaching and your your joint venture work uh,
1: on the joint venture side um maybe i 'll give you a, a, a small case study. We just fi- uh, nearly finished because we got um, the offer received and then the, the paperwork is proceeding. Uh, it's, um, it, it's, a, it, it's a small side of, of five properties with freehold. We bought a really good price and uh, the joint venture partner put in, put in the seized money and we found we uh, the rest, rest of the money. And uh, basically, he's a hands-on investor, and, and we've got we went 50-50 on that. And now, we the projected time was 12 months, and we're actually just nearly completing that in seven months. Uh, with, uh, with his investment, he's getting with with his about 200,000 investment, he's getting about 100,000 back on his money. So these sort of sort of things were working with joint venture partners. Um, if there are people that are not comfortable with the risk, then we have different structures. So that, that one was a, more like a, a risk and reward stru- structure. And then we have different structure for, for, for JB. And then uh, for the portfolio building side, because we have a lot of properties going through, um, we look at our buyers as partners, instead of we buy something and sell it to them, maybe we can buy them together and we all enjoy the discount together and I will help them to, to do the momentum investing, buy with a discount and get the money out by remortgaging by, or by selling and reinvest. So our client will build, build a bigger portfolio in, in a short, short period of time.
0: Yeah, it sounds great. And if people want to find out more either about the services that you offer, some of the projects you've been working on, or just generally to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to go about doing that?
1: Go on to our company website, which is uh, uk. That's spelled I-N-V-E-S-T-A-R property.co.uk. Or you can get on my own website, which is michael Dong dong.com. Alternatively, just simply searching me on Facebook, Michael Dong, on Facebook, and then we can have a chat over there.
0: Perfect. Well, Michael, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us and to share your story. What we'll do is we'll link up everything you've shared today on your own podcast page at insidepropertyinvesting.com. The links to your Facebook page, the links to your own websites. Uh, so e- anyone who is interested in getting touch can find all the information they need there. That's all we have time for today. So we'll see you next time, Property Insiders. So that's the end of the show, but it's only the start of the discussion. I'd love to hear your comments and feedback about our guests, what we've discussed, and what problems you're facing in your own property journey. Head on over to the podcast pages at insidepropertyinvesting.com where you can comment on this episode. Look for Inside Property Investing on Facebook or search for at Mike Stenhouse on Twitter.